This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. I'm Claudia Sarek. This week, we discuss top restaurant trends we have our eye on for the year ahead. For more details, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Welcome back. Hi, Claudia. It's good to be back. So in 2022, we finally saw people flocking back to restaurants. And at some, reservations were so in demand, they were actually being scalped like $200 concert tickets are. So we hope it's safe to say we're moving past the industry apocalyptic COVID days, but we know that the challenges are far from over. Moving into 2023, restaurants continue to face staffing shortages, as we all know, supply chain disruptions, rising food and labor costs, all of those things. And to meet those challenges, we've seen an increasing investment in technology. Now, I know you wrote about some of the top trends to watch out for in the industry this year. Most of them were revolving around technology. I want to dive into some of those primary trends that you're following now. So talk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So as you mentioned, margins continue to shrink. And so technology is becoming increasingly more valuable for operators who want to tighten their operations. And making time to adopt some of these new technological systems is going to become a major priority for countless operators this year. Mm -hmm. For many, that process is going to start at ground level, pivoting away from legacy POS POS systems to a cloud-based technology system. A 2022 survey by POS Solutions Spot On found that as many as 81% of operators continue to use traditional legacy POS systems. And this is the kind of system that stores data on site, on local servers, you know, usually out of a computer in the back office or closet. And naturally, that poses some challenges. There's greater security risk. You can't access data on the go. And also, many traditional POS systems are incompatible with the countless other cloud-based technology integrations we know can streamline operations. So this includes everything from real-time inventory Mm -hmm. tracking platforms, loyalty program solutions, employee scheduling software, online ordering solutions, you name it. So the POS is going to be the starting point, but I do predict that we'll see more operators testing out some of that other technology that I just listed off. Spot on survey actually showed that only 25% of operators reported using software solutions outside of a POS, but three quarters of those surveyed said they plan to adopt new technology this year and nearly half plan on pursuing a loan with the primary goal of supporting business growth. I think one of the key areas personally to watch out for is inventory management. Inventory, it's just something that every operator has to do. And with supply chain challenges and price increases, it just simply plays an increasingly pivotal role in maintaining margins. Mm -hmm. There are inventory solutions out there that not only help operators track ingredient prices and usage in real time, but also sync supplier invoices and even automatically place orders based on inventory levels. And many now have forecasting and menu costing features to help operators adjust their menu. And the goal here is to really cut down on food waste, which accounts to billions of dollars lost by U.S. restaurants every single year. So how about robotics and automation? We've seen these topics really trending in the past few years, and there are now robots that can do pretty much everything from flipping burgers to frying fries to brewing coffee serving food. You name it, there's a robot for it. What are you keeping your eye on this year when it comes to restaurant automation? So obviously, this is a space that's rapidly grown over the years, and I do think we're going to continue to see rapid growth here. 
But recently in a few locations, we're now seeing robotics in combination with artificial intelligence run the entire restaurant. And fully autonomous restaurants are something I think we're going to see more of in the coming years. For one, workers remain hard to come by, and especially in the QSR and fast casual space, turnover rates have always been high. Some studies say reaching as high as 150% in 2019. While these current robotic run solutions still do require some human involvement, this is for tasks like kitchen prep and restocking, without the need for in-house servers or cashiers or line cooks, the staffing requirements are drastically reduced. And automation also has the ability to help with other challenges, primarily through improved consistency and efficiency. And we're particularly seeing this play out in the pizza market, and that's undeniably the leading sector of the fully autonomous restaurant world. So, you know, let's say you're an operator and you want exactly 12 slices of pepperoni to go on every single pie every single time. You don't want any sauce or cheese to ever hit the counter in the creation of this pizza. And that's just not easy for a human, but it's pretty easy for a well-programmed robot. And so what you end up with is less waste. And depending on who's developing your original recipes, Mm -hmm. you could possibly have improved customer satisfaction because of the consistency that you're able to bring every single time. Less waste and more customers means you can potentially lower prices. And it's not just pizza. There are other autonomous restaurants. Take Mesli, for example. This just opened in San Francisco. And their founders said that their goal was to serve healthier food at more affordable prices. And they're now offering these Mediterranean-inspired bowls that go as low as $6.99 a meal. And we're starting to see some startups emerge that hope to deliver kind of similar promises to that. Yeah. I don't know, though, uh, Grace. I kind of like it when they accidentally put a few extra pepperoni pieces on my pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay. So another tech trend I feel like we have to talk about is TikTok and social media in general. So you wrote about how this is the year that restaurants transcend beyond Instagram and other platforms and get on the video-driven platform that we all know is the the TikTok sensation. So tell us about why TikTok is becoming an increasingly important tool for restaurants. TikTok is really how restaurants are going to reach the next generation of diners. And it's not even the next generation. People of all ages are now going on there to search locally and also to find restaurants before traveling. Mm -hmm. It's just a really prime spot. You know, it's now like the Google of today. And a recent study actually from Google showed that 40% of Gen Z users default to TikTok and also Instagram when searching for a restaurant rather than Google. And there was also a recent study from a marketing agency, MGH, which showed that more than half of millennial TikTok users have visited or ordered from a restaurant after seeing it on TikTok. Across generations, that number lowered from half to 38%, but that still accounts for approximately 52 million diners if you apply that percentage to TikTok's total active user base in the U.S., which is notable. It's 138 million people. Wow, that's a lot. And I remember hearing that statistic about the 40% of Gen Z's using or or defaulting to TikTok and Instagram when searching for a restaurant other than Google. And I thought, wow, what a what a different world we live in these days. So okay, the last trend that I want to touch on is funding for restaurants, because we know that starting a restaurant is really expensive. Um, In fact, a survey by restaurantowner.com found total startup costs averaging between 175 
5,000 and 750,000. So most operators are seeking assistance. And typically this has meant seeking outside investors or a bank loan. But you wrote about some newer creative options that are emerging. So tell us a little bit about those. Finding someone to invest in a restaurant, which is part of what we know is a notoriously risky industry, Mm -hmm. it's not always easy. And there's also a lot of hoops you have to pass through to secure a bank loan, particularly if you're a first-time operator without a proven track record. And so we're now starting to see operators turn to other options, and other options are increasingly starting to emerge. One is starting small. This isn't entirely a new idea. We've seen food trucks around for a while. We've also seen pop-ups around for a while. But these days, we're seeing operators also launch instead out as a virtual brand or out of a ghost kitchen to test out new concepts. And this allows them to avoid many of the upfront costs and risks that come with a brick and mortar. The ghost kitchen route, it, it doesn't work for everyone. Running a successful virtual brand does take some marketing ability, but if you can do it successfully, it removes many of the traditional barriers like licensing and permitting processes and just the high costs of overhead and equipment. And then another trending funding solution we're seeing is the use of investment crowdfunding platforms. And this is something that only became legal as of 2016. This was when Title III of the Jobs Act was enacted, which made it legal for the first time for everyday people to finance companies through regulated crowdfunding portals. So it's kind of like with traditional crowdfunding platforms like Kickstarter or GoFundMe, where you can ask family and friends for funding. But with investment crowdfunding platforms, operators can also now incentivize potential funders by pledging to pay back all of that funding with interest. Mm. And the policy change has given rise to some new platforms specifically that cater to small businesses or restaurants like Honeycomb Credit and SMVX. And through these platforms, entrepreneurs can obtain what's essentially akin to a small business loan, only their community is funding the loan rather than the bank. This invites operators who are opening maybe a second or third concept to not only reach out to friends and family, but also rally their existing customer base and offer things like loyalty perks. And a lot of owners going this route simply say they'd rather pay back interest to their community than just another bank. Wow, super interesting. Um, I can really see the appeal on that front. So Unfortunately, we don't have time to hit all of your top 2023 restaurant trends. And I know you touched upon everything from loyalty programs to employee benefits. But for our listeners out there, you can head over to backofhouse.io to find the full list of all of these trends and learn more. And Grace, I appreciate you coming on today to chat about some of what we can look forward to this year. So we're sending our best wishes to all the operators out there and all the restaurants for a really successful year ahead. Absolutely. Happy New Year, Claudia. Thank you. You as well. That's all for this week, folks. Until next time, take care.